You're listening to the most talked about podcast in the land, Renegade Culture, sucker-free politics, news, and social commentary from the block to the boardroom with your host, Kalanji and Kamal. What up, what up, what up? You know what the fuck it is. Renegade Culture, we back in the business. Renegade. Back in the building. I like to do that at the beginning you of like every to do show. That shit? I don't know why. I just I'm like, tired of you doing that shit. Fuck you, man. You my man and shit. But you All right, fucking up, just keep man. on going. Let's start over. Renegade Culture. Renegade. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kamal bugging the fuck out early in the daytime because this is what we do. We back again. This is episode seven. Episode, yeah. Who knew we would make it this far? Who knew? You know what I'm saying? Who knew? I thought I'd catch a case by now. Well, you, know you mean, probably got three, but that's I talk about that on the probably. air right now. And shit, how we you know do. what I'm saying? How we do, especially after that last joint, last podcast. That's man. right. You you should have caught a case. A black feminist on stage and shit. Or and she ripped on me. Ripped him out half. I ain't gonna say him. how he had her, had him tongue tied. He tried to be like he tried to be like, yo, I'm all for bitches getting their rights. It's like what? What are you saying? <laughs> like don't embarrass me like that. I'm anyway, only joking. The views, the views and opinions of Kamal Franklin is not necessarily the views of. Of any of his predecessors, you know what <laughs> I mean. In the seat. But anyway, this is Kalaji Java Changum in the building. Yo, this is Kamal Franklin. You know what I mean. And as always, we have great guests. You know great guests. Mean? Great guests. First of all, we at Playback Sound Studio. Playback. Shout out to my man Knock on the on the, on nah. the video. Nah. You know what I mean? Loose is in the building. Loose. Loose is, Loose is on the always sound, doing it. Making sure this shit is crisp. That's right. Okay. As always, like I said, we come up in here and we have all types of guests. And tonight is no different. Who we got tonight, man? Tonight, Let's let them know. Let them know. We got Wait a minute. Let them know. Let them know? Let them know, oh, man. That, fuck that. Fuck that. We hardcore G shit. Hold me out. Play a rap. <laughs> How that sound? How that sound? It sound yeah, like it was dope, always man. there? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't getting my bass in that shit. Anyway, tonight we got a, a controversial brother. You know what I mean? Controversial? <laughs> I'm going to say controversial. I think you controversial. Nah, he not yeah, controversial, man. When I say you controversial, you fucking up. You know what I mean? This cat right here is real good brother. You know what I mean? I've been knowing for quite a while, you know, and, and every now and then, like myself, he gets some pings in, in the head, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. from the internet. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What we're going to say was on his mind. You know what I mean? So, yeah. motherfuckers didn't love Malcolm when he was alive. Ah, that's right. That's right. Ah, that's right. Y'all recognize that voice? That's they right. Love Martin. Who is it? Yes. Who is it? Yes. Introducing. Straight out of the motherfucking ATL, the underground man. Usually I don't give everybody the title underground man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I want to give it to this man right here, the man, the myth, the legend. You know what I mean? You know him from rap music. That's right. Now, of course, he had a whole lot of shit out before then, but rap music was my motherfucking go-to. I agree with that. You know I what I mean? So it was that, that hard shit from yeah. beginning to end. That Reagan dead shit. Is Reagan like, dead. Yeah. Fuck Reagan. I love that it shit. It was on repeat. <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Then he got that RTJ. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Run the jewels. Got that good shit. And, 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 and he got one of the, one of the, the, the baddest fucking... White boy MCs on the joint with him that I had to give fucking credit. Yeah, I'll give yeah, white yeah. folks credit. Yeah, I, mean, I was actually surprised. I was like, nice. what? He's a white boy. I'm sorry. Best rapper producer in the game. That's right. He, yeah. He's doing it. He's doing it. You know what I mean? But I want y'all to uh, pay attention. We got my man, motherfucking Killer Mike in the building. Killer, Killer Mike. How y'all doing? Real yeah. right, bro. Feeling real good. How are you? I feel like my name not black enough. So feel like your name ain't black enough. <laughs> Next to Kalanji. Yeah. Both of y'all. Yeah, true. Sky right here. We'll give you an African name. Don't you got an African name? Well, I mean, Michael technically is ripped from an African name, but it's just like... When you think about it, though, like, damn, Ramon could have stepped it up a little more. <laughs> you know, she could have gave me a Rashid in the middle. She gave me Santiago. Santiago. She gave you Santiago? Yeah, my dad looked like him. So. Uh, 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 yeah. Here we go. Five seconds. Why is the bonding going to yeah, be on that? Yeah. Why that's going to be the bonding moment? Yeah, like Steve Privilege. Mom thought she had a ticket to some good help. That's what it is. what the fuck it was. I knew it. I knew it. But wait a minute. My mom ain't give me come out, man. That's 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 my that's my new African name. Oh, that's your name, so you name. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna tell my real name over there. My, cool. my government name. Okay, gotcha. It's that chill a bit, little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my name is just Michael. Motherfucker wanna change your name yeah. and shit. Come up in the joint. So that's why motherfuckers don't wanna fuck with. What's your name though? You were born with that name, Kalaji. Fuck what I was born. with. That's my motherfucking name. Yeah, they wanna throw that shit out there. Throw that shit out there, man. The Census Bureau. I'm gonna throw it all out. Count niggas' names. Anyway, we're gonna be. Back at you in a minute. We got a whole lot of shit we're gonna talk about. You yeah. know what I mean? This is uh the anniversary, 
you know what I mean, of uh, El Haj Malik Shabazz, born date. 93 years old, May 19th, the anniversary of Malcolm X's birthday. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about yes. Malcolm, what he means for our community, who yes. he is, what he, what we need to do to continue that legacy and continue that work on. So we're going to get into all of that. We're going to get into Killer Mike's career, yes. stuff that he's been doing. We're going to get into like the news of the day, what's happening in the hip-hop world, what's happening in the regular world. We're going to bring all that to you when we get back with Renegade Culture. Motherfucker right. Don't touch that dial. speculative and false stories about arms for hostages and alleged ransom payments, we did not, repeat, did not trade weapons or anything else for hostages. The ballot of the bullet, some freedom or some bullshit. Will we ever do it bigger? Just keep settling for little shit. We brag on having bread, but none of us are bakers. We all talk having greens, but none of us on acres. If none of us on acres and none of us grow wheat, then who will feed our people when our people need to eat? So it seems our people starve from lack of understanding. Cause all we seem to give them is some balling and some dancing. And some talking about our car and imaginary mansions. We should be indicted for bullshit we inciting. Children deaf and pretending it's exciting. We are advertisements for agony and pain. We exploit the youth, we tell them to join the gang. We tell them dope stories, introduce them to the gang. Just like all of the North introduced us to cocaine. In the 80s when them bricks came on military plane. Two months ago I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best intentions still tell me that's true, but the facts and the evidence tell me it is not. The end of the Reagan era, I'm like Lemma 12 old enough to understand the shit that changed forever. They declared the war on drugs, like a war on terror, but what it really did was let the police terrorize whoever. But mostly black boys, but they would call us niggas, and lay us on our belly while they fingers on their triggers. They boots was on our head, they dogs was on our crotches, and they would beat us up if we had diamonds on our watches. And they would Take our drugs and monies as they pick our pockets I guess that that's the privilege of policing for some profits But thanks to Reaganomics, prison turned to profits Cause free labor's the cornerstone of U.S. economics Cause slavery was abolished unless you are in prison You think I am bullshitting, then read the 13th Amendment Involuntary servitude and slavery it prohibits That's why they giving drug offenders time and double digits Ronald Reagan was an actor, not at all a factor Just an employee of the country's real masters Just like the Bushes, Clinton and Obama, just another talking head telling lies on teleprompters. If you don't believe the theory, then argue with this logic. Why did Reagan and Obama both go after Gaddafi? We invading sovereign soil, going after oil. Taking countries is a hobby, paid for by the oil lobby. Same as in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I'm a dinner judge, say they coming for Iran. They only love the rich and how they love the poor. If I say any more, they might be at my door. Who the fuck is that? Staring in my window, doing that surveillance on Mr. Michael Rinder. I'm dropping off the grid before they pump the lid. I leave you with four words. I'm glad Reagan did. Motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? What you thought? Anyway, 
<laughs> we also got Kamal Franklin in the building. I thought you was going to do with the guests. With the guests? Yeah, Killer Mike, man. Yeah, nobody nobody cares about you, though. Nobody, nobody you cares, about? man. Nobody care about me. I'm, I'm unique. I'm special. Special. You are special, bro. Yes. I appreciate Fuck that. Fuck all yeah. that. Anyway, we got my man Killer Mike in the What's building. What's up, man? Yeah. Michael Render. Yes. That's right. Michael Render. He yeah, can tell you his my, government name, but yeah, we ain't about to play rap. that shit over here. I'll be singing and dancing. I'm Killer Mike, man. Okay, okay. See, Michael Render today. Yeah, because I'm just here with my homies from the community who I know do work for real. That's all right, man. I don't want people get caught up in the character. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's cool, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we just saw you on Bill Maher like two days ago. So. Yeah. So you went from him. Bill Maher to Playback Sounds. You yep. know? Get that man a drum roll real yep. quick. Renegade culture and shit. In the house. Drum Amazing. Drum. All right. Yes. I tried my best, man. We got we got to get the budget up and get some like ringers and shit Fuck like that. Drum, yeah. drum sound or something. Borrow some Get drum. some sound effects. Yes. Anyway. We here tonight. Um, like we said, we was talking about. Uh, uh, we got Malcolm. Yeah, it's coming up. El Haj Malik Shabazz has been his ninety third. Just gonna be his ninety third birthday. Ninety three. Yeah, you gonna say? No, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like you know part of the reason we wanted to have you up here is to have somebody who is conscious in the community, who does a lot of work in the community, not only culturally in terms of your music, but as being an activist and organizer. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to get into a little bit like Malcolm's legacy. Like I wanted to start off by asking you, you know, what Malcolm in terms of his work and his history, uh, what does that mean for you? How's that informed your work in the community? Oh man, he loved black people. And you know, later in his life showed, not later in his life like he changed, but you saw that he loved all of humanity and he was down for the proletariat. Mm -hmm. But he was one of the most well-spoken, charismatic, um, kind and loving speakers I've ever heard on our behalf, you know what I mean? He introduced me um, by way of his autobiography to black nationalism in a way that made sense with me for me he introduced me um, to the thoughts and philosophies of Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam at a time in my life where I needed that you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and ultimately what he helped me understand is that my concerns would, should be not with religious spectacle or even practice but more with the diaspora African-American people and pouring down trying people globally, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and that's that that was that was ultimately I started to understand my place beyond just a young, angry black male due to the injustices I was suffering. I learned that essentially, you know, it, I'm a part of a bigger network of African-Americans in the diaspora. I'm Africans in the diaspora that are spread across the globe. The original man and woman is taught by the Nation of Islam. And bigger than that, just a proletariat everywhere. So Malcolm has been a huge influence for me. Yeah. Look, looking at Malcolm, a lot of folks, you know, um, in the community, they see Malcolm and they disregard Detroit Red. You know no, what I mean? Can't do that. Right. Many of us, I think the three of us, you coming from Albany Projects. True. You coming from Adamsville, right over there. Adamsville down the street. I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. If y'all know where it's at, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, it's it's like uh I think that we all can say that at some point we went through a transformation. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Um, how important is Detroit Red to our community? Because of the fact that right now, when we see the Detroit Reds of of, of Bankhead or of uh, uh, of Harlem, of Watts, or whatever, you know, we kind of shun them and disregard them. How important is is the Detroit Red factor? Well, Detroit Red is something that Malcolm Little, who was the son of two Garveyites, is what is what Malcolm X was and returned to. Um, Detroit Red is a product of poverty, is a product of injustice, and it's the hardening of a human being to deal with the situations that they're thrust into by the system that we live under. So Detroit Red is a product of a problem. So. You, you can't get mad at the little guy in front of the store and not get mad that every time someone gets excited that the unemployment rate is now dramatically lower, they don't account for the fact that African-American um, unemployment rate is still double. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can, you can want to love and embrace Malcolm and disregard Detroit Red, but without the brutal lessons that he learned on the street as a result of the injustice and racism and inequality from an economic standpoint, if he hadn't known that, he never would have cared to become Malcolm had he not suffered those things itself. So I, I think that thoughtfulness and patience and encouragement is what we should, we should be giving Detroit Reds. And at the same time, not allowing yourself 
to be ran over or used or abused. You know what I'm saying? It's important that, that the young men out there and the young women that we see the Detroit Reds in, that they understand we love them and that we're engaged, but we ain't taking no shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We ain't going for you snatching a woman's purses out the, at the gas station or carjacking. We ain't with all the stupid shit. But I understand that your, your compulsion to trap ain't just because you think this is the coolest idea in the world. You know, yeah. I understand it's a result of poverty. It's a result of something that's become cultural almost at this point with the glorification of outlawism because there's no real economic plan for you. There's no government subsidies for you besides being a child of your mother. So we have to understand all of that and deal with it accordingly. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like for me, um, I got politicized by reading Malcolm. Like, I wasn't going to be no no gangster kid. I was like a, a project nerd kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I Like, you know, I, every now and then I had to throw my hands up, but it wasn't going to be my profession, right? I was just too skinny a kid to be, like, throwing my hands up constantly or whatever. But reading Malcolm when I was, like, 18, 19, this is around when P.E. was coming out and the movie was coming out a little bit um, after that, uh, it, it made me understand how the world works and that poverty wasn't, like, an accident. Yeah. Poverty wasn't something that just happens to black people, happenstance that... There's a systemic reason, there's plans to it. And it also pointed to me like there was a way out, right? There was a way out through political organizing, hard work, um, developing an economic base for black people, a political base that actually was not tied to the Democrat or Republican Party, Absolutely. but it was a base for our people. And I, you know, that started me off on my nationalist, revolutionary nationalist politics, which I still hold to this day, Absolutely. was like, you know, it, it was like I, I got so bad I would... I was like the kid in law school. When I went to law school, I had like a political t-shirt. I had like two Malcolm buttons. I had a Panther button. I had a Malcolm button on my belt and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I dare somebody to say some shit to it. It's like, what, what, what you got to say? What you got to say? You know, I'm, I'm bashing on teachers and all that kind of stuff. So, Rufus. yeah, it was like, that, that was the thing that got me um, just motivated to, to organize and do stuff that I never thought I would do. You know what I mean? So it was like real special for me um, to read the autobiography, to read the speeches and to learn about Malcolm's life kind of thing. So if we, we were to look at the community right now, right? You know what I mean? We see it's a lot of uh, bullshit going on, you know what I mean? Um, on the international level, not just in the quote-unquote African community because of the fact that we know that folks like Malcolm travel globally. You know what I mean? We know that Malcolm was an internationalist. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a cat that was local. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you got the shit that's going on in Israel and the Congo, so on and so forth. You got the shit that's going on down the street. You know what I mean? In 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 College Park, wherever. You know what I mean? Are we, as a whole, are we closer to Detroit Red or closer to Malcolm at this point? Are we firmly Detroit Red? <laughs> huh? Are we firmly Detroit Red? Yeah, firmly. Yeah, firmly. Yeah, yeah. Firmly Detroit Red. Firmly, yeah, you know what I mean. Firmly. I mean, I mean, how, how does that, how does that feel? I mean, you know what I mean, because of the fact that some people gonna listen to this shit right here, mm-hmm. or they gonna see the video, and they gonna take this clip, and they gonna say, "Small fucking color Mike talking about we firmly Detroit Red." You know what I mean? They gonna snap. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We are Detroit That's- Red wasn't stupid. Detroit Red wasn't unaware that the world was unjust. Mm -hmm. Detroit Red was a young man that was still raised by Garveyites. He still had a conscience. Remember, he was just robbing white folk now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was having white women. He wasn't wasn't necessarily using his nationalism for for the greater good, Mm -hmm. but but he understood it, which is why he knew how to use and abuse the system. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I remember that Dead Prez video where they were still in the food stands going. So I get it, but we still have to understand, though, we, 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 that we're, that's where we are. Yeah. You know, we still, we still, we still in the midst of the street shit. But I give us a break because we only 54 years in the freedom. Like, I had to, I had to understand that. Like, I can't expect my people to be where people who culturally, have dominated for thousands of years or who figured it out over thousands of years. Like people compares to the um, the people of, of, of Jewish background. That's ten thousand years of culture. Right, right, right. That's ten thousand mm-hmm. years of, of having having to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Maintaining when pe- the people try to compare themselves to white Anglo Saxons Protestants. That's two hundred and forty two years of culture mm-hmm. at this point that they they've had. You know when you say don't you say you try to compare yourself to Asians that you're talking about literally thousands of years depending on which nation you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, where where they were insulated. So Culturally, we're just building a culture here. We're just figuring it out in this yeah. aspect. So I, I cut us a break because we only 54 years into freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't say, oh, Detroit Red, like in a condescending way, but yeah. that's where we at. Yeah. We, got, we got one foot firmly in the suffering of it all and one foot 
in the I want better things. Yeah. See, Detroit Red understood <laughs> racism happens. He understood, but he wanted to look nice. He wanted mm -hmm. to wear nice clothes. Mm -hmm. He wanted to hang out. He wanted to party. He just wanted to feel good. Right, 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 you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But prison, absent all the opportunity to to give yourself the drug of ego, of fame, of sex, of of, of alcohol, you get to feel real. Yeah. And that's when Detroit Red was given the choice yeah. of I'm going to find and walk a new spiritual path that ultimately will politicize me, that I'll grow out of even that political path and become more of a globalist in terms of seeing the proletariat as one mm -hmm. and, 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 and the oppressors is simply what they are. I have that choice or I could remain yeah. a Detroit Red in this prison and just adapt to that. And he chose not to. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we have done that time and time again. We have beautiful moments where we come out of ignorance and folly and play and we band together yeah. and we secure freedoms to one another and we love one another and we do the right thing. That's Detroit Red. It's mm -hmm. just not some evil character opposed yeah. to Malcolm. He was a human being that mm -hmm. was called in flux. So for me, yes, that's where we are. Yeah. And if you say we ain't, nigga, why you mad and woke on Thursday <laughs> and in the club on Friday? You know, you know what I'm saying? Nah, so, that's some true <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And, you know, the ill shit about what you said, what you said reminds me of, um, one of the lines from the hip hop group Lil Brother, when they said, um, "Do you w really want to win or do you want to look good losing?" Yeah. I think right now we look real good losing. Oh, we taking mm -hmm. L's left and right, <laughs> baby. But we fresh as <laughs> a motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fresher than the motherfucking rocket launcher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, you listening to the motherfucking Renegade Culture with our guests, Michael Render? Yeah, AKA Killer White, straight right. out of motherfucking Adamsville. Killer Kill from Adamsville. We got my man Kamal Franklin on deck. The people's attorney and shit. True that. True straight that. out of motherfucking Brooklyn. Albany Projects. Albany Projects. You know what I mean? I'm, yo, I haven't don't, insulted you today. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was going to say, you're going well so far. I was I, waiting for, I, I'm I'm waiting for the comeback. Up. Anyway. Anyway, oh, I got we, my Connecticut comeback already, so don't don't go for it. Bridgeport, Bridgeport is Bridgeport. gangster. All right, shout out okay. to Bridgeport, PT, Barnum, <coughs> Terrace, the Village. You know what I mean? We in there. Anyway, um, Renegade Culture. We'll be back in a minute. We're listening to Renegade Culture at Playback Sounds Peace. in RBG, Rap Brown, Georgia. What? Hear what I say, we are the business today Fuck shit is finished today RT and J, we the new PB and J We dropped the classic today We did a tablet of acid today Lit joints with the matches and ashes away We dash away, Donna and Dixon The pistol is blasting away Doctors of death, filming our patients of breath We are the pain you can trust Fuck it, it work, hooking up curses and slurs Smoking my brain in a mush I became famous for blaming you fucks Maiming my way through the brush There was no training or taming of me and my bro Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderous pair. Dead with the jail, and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Step into the spotlight. Uppers and downers get done. I'm in a rush to be numb. Dropping a thousand ain't much. Come from the clouds on the missile to turn this whole town into dust. Don't make a sound, baby, hush. I am the living swipe right on the mic. I'm a slut. I don't know how to not spit like a loud. I spill the pound of my kids on your couch. Half of a mongrel and mythical team. Feeling this treacherous thing. Legend says L is a spawn out of hell. The myth is my mama's a murderous queen. Yo, I can in like in Godfather 1. You get the gun as I christen my son. If I die today in this hell, I should pay. Tell the Lord Mikey said, fuck. It was fun. Every new rack is my dick in a box. We get a doozy, the mullahs a lot. You're getting used to me doing no wrong. I don't play chicken, you prick, I'm a fox. You wanna kick it, I'll give you the rods. You kiss the wood chip and blade if you bark. I'm fucking magic, in fact, I'm a wall like a toss. I got a unicorn on board. Stop. Step into the spotlight.
I'm in the room with the wrist. I sip a fifth of the whisk. I smoke a dub in the tub. Then I was split by hey. my wrist. I pull a sword and you sense just for the flick of the wrist. Get your neck giving a miss. Me and my skip away with them and grin. Every day's golden when you only win. Bullying bastards and beating on beats. Sounds like a day at the beach. Preach. I keep the middle school step on your feet before you can speak. The ones you think I'm me, you think I'm lying, you right, see my teeth. Don't be a bore when I'm wrong if I move. Hunt is no fun when your prey doesn't move. I put a gun to a bunny like truth. Say something funny, your bunny go boom. You got a bevy of sheet you could groove. We like to thank you for choosing our crew. And that's from the crew you can trust. Warranty plus for fucking shit up. We are the no gooders, do gooders, known of the dancers and dealers and doers of dust. What's happening? We back again, Renegade Culture. Renegade. Got a whole lot of shit to talk about. It's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. Man. Life is crazy, man. Life man, is crazy. Especially these politicians in Georgia. You know what yeah. I mean? These motherfuckers running for governor. I think we need to address that later on. Michael Williams with the fucking deportation bus. And who's the other cat who had his big truck and he was like... You, you gotta give them credit for being bald. Yeah, <laughs> I, they don't they, give a they, shit. I don't, they, they, they don't do that. Fuck. They, they, oh, exactly. man. Exactly. That's how they don't give a shit, yeah. Brian man. Kemp. Yeah. Yeah. These motherfuckers is gangsters. He said, yeah. I got a big truck just in case I need to hey. pick up some illegals. Hey man, these folk ain't And then he no said, then he said, yup, I just said that. Hey <laughs> man. And looked at the fucking camera. That's right. But the deportation bus, I don't know, did you see the deportation I bus? I seen the it. But the motherfuckers broke down today. I got I a picture saw of that, that shit too. on the highway. The motherfucking deportation <laughs> bus broke down on the Georgia highway. You ain't gonna get too fucking far to deport <laughs> You can't get past fucking making. Nope. You know nope. what I'm saying? You in the South. Luckily his ass didn't break down in, in the motherfucking West End. <laughs> or, or over in Smyrna and shit. You know what I mean? There's a lot of motherfucking Mexicans over there. That but it's eat like this motherfucking food. It's like what I, I say though is like you can be white supremacist in the United States or white nationalist yes. and have a political platform and not be penalized for it. You yeah. could be uh, a Zionist, a Jewish nationalist. And not be penalized for it. You can't be a black nationalist in the United States and not get and, and get nothing but penalized. You know but, what I mean? Like it's it speaks to the conditions that we're in. Absolutely. As a folk. You know but what I mean? Both of these motherfuckers are actually in office right now. Yeah. Michael Williams is the is, is a fucking senator, Republican senator, and uh Brian Kemp is the Secretary, of, Secretary State. of State. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like yeah. This ain't no foreign shit. Like yeah. they can't, it can't happen. They're not you know fringe, yeah. They're not fringe in their community. They no. like they consider their leadership. Yeah, they're they leadership in the whole nine. So we have to somehow move towards, you know, that whole question of power. How are we going to get there? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? How do we move from uh, this whole Detroit Red Syndrome, for lack of better words, to Malcolm? How do we move closer to well, Malcolm? I think what what um, what Malcolm found in the Nation of Islam was not only a spiritual place. People often talk about spiritualism in just a hokey way. Like, you know, you got possessed with the spirit of good, all century good. What he found was what any Garveyite would have been attracted to. It's only two people who've gotten black economics right in this country in terms of self-sufficiency, and that's Marcus Garvey and Elijah Muhammad. Mm -hmm. So as a child that was raised in a Garveyite, you know, it had to appeal to him. And from an economic standpoint, this was a group of people within the nation of Islam that didn't depend on government, that's right. that did not beg white people, that pushed self-sufficiency mm -hmm. as a way of life, not just an ideal that you could one day get to, mm -hmm. but in the right now. It was transforming brothers from prison turn them into husbands and family men and business owners in their community. I think, you know, what, what helped change any guy, because once you see in the streets, you like money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think, I think what he found in that was a, was a move that, that heightened his humanity. And it also provided for an, a, a means of income for him and for his family and for the greater community to be self-sufficient, to not to have to beg, to mm -hmm. not to have to expect help from allies and they refuse help if you don't do what they say, That's right. you know, attend to them like a puppy almost, you yeah. know what I mean? I think what he found was strength in that. And I think from an African-American perspective, you know, again, we only 54 years in freedom, so a lot of this shit we just learning. Mm -hmm. But there were 23 black banks five years ago. 18 now. Mm -hmm. If the numbers continue to drop after you've heard this message, then it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I mean, I think that's the, I mean, that's the quandary we're in because, you know, the the black liberals are controlled by the Democrats and progressives and even people who are leading social movements, they're controlled by foundation money. Right. And then you got on the right wing, the few black right wing or Republicans that there are, they're part of the the right wing circuit, whether or not it's. I don't think they're few either. We always say that. No, I don't know I don't about think that. They're few. You think you think the, I, they might be in my opinion. I think they're conservative values that black people hold. No, no, I'm not black talking about that. I mean, in terms of who's voting for conservatives, I don't think that that's that's as few as people think. 
you know, jump I, into I, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just don't. I don't. I think, I think that at some point we're, 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 you know, we're living in an illusion. There are a lot of black people with money, mm-hmm. and they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And and you and we and once you start to see that as not only color and class, you start to understand that you know um, blacks in Alpharetta may vote dramatically different from blacks in the West End. Mm-hmm. Right. They may donate money dramatically different in, mm-hmm. in a dramatically different way, you know. And all black conservatives ain't evil, like you say what you say about a crazy man like Herman Cain. Still goes to a black church, still right here in this community, still helps this community. Mm-hmm. You know, his his we have to stop. In my opinion, we have to stop cutting each other off because we have different views of a system that oppresses us either way. No, I agree with that. You know I what I'm that. saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think don't give only... a shit that Shelly Winters is a conservative. He cares yeah. more about black people. He and Kalanji probably care more about black people than any two people I've seen. <laughs> it's funny. We're going to have Shelly on the show, too. Yeah, die hard, die too, hard conservative. <laughs> I would call him a libertarian. You know yeah. what I mean? His radio show is bananas. But, but, he, <laughs> loves, but he loves black people. Indeed, indeed. You know? And that's I, why we can... We can uh... He ain't never brought me no bad potato salad yeah. shit be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think my only so my only counterpoint to that is I oh my his bad. mom made shout out to mom. I do shout think if mom. you look at the voting patterns of black who do vote, like yeah. it's still overwhelmingly towards uh, uh, let's Democrats. say Democratic yeah, side. Yeah. So I think yeah. yeah, so I think yeah. that. But votes ain't yeah. what control politicians. It, right. it controls yeah. them in election years. Yeah, right. money. Yeah. Right. But we ain't money. getting enough money. Money. Right. We not. But yeah. there's a class of black people that is. Yeah. And right. they're not working for your best interest. Yeah. No, I can. Yeah, I, you, no. And we need to know. We need to acknowledge that. Yeah. Right. I but but they that. are working for an interest that from their philosophy could be better for you. But yeah. it's time to talk to them and figure that part out, yeah. too. I think for me, I I, I agree with that because I think both for me, it's like uh, pox is on both the houses, Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. I think our politics as black people are separate. It shouldn't be necessarily as a, as a Malcolm, right? Yeah, right. Um, and I think something that I heard you say recently too, like, you know, we need to hold our powder. We need to figure out whether or not we want to vote for any of those folks or none of, them, yeah. none of them at all. Yeah, right? we should be an independent yeah. block. Absolutely. And you should Absolutely. know that, all right, it's time to win an election. We need a block. We're, we're 35% of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right? No matter who's getting in, what do you got for us? That's right. Should That's be our block. What do you got for mm-hmm. us? Mm-hmm. And we should be unashamed to say it. That's right. What do you have for us? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? What do you have? We could pick one island, one country, say, okay, this is our homeland now. And then yeah. what do you have for that? Mm-hmm. Like you, I, I, I dare you try to stop the United States from giving money to Saudi Arabia or Israel. Mm-hmm. Right. I dare you try to do because mm-hmm. the money that supports those two countries is so firmly embedded in our economy now. It's no way they can pull out. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Unless yeah, you destroy the way money is given to you know the parties. But mm-hmm. no, I completely no agree with doing that. that on either side. So, so you agree that basically, I, I feel like a, a fucking journalist. So, do you agree? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should be building political action clubs. And like you said, coming up with these independent blocks. And yeah, and, say that, yeah. Okay. and we should be worried about local politics and get right. off the and, pornography and, 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 and the, the, well, the, the pornographic, sensationalized national political scene. What your president does today is not going to affect you as much as what your city councilman and mayor is doing today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most of you guys who want to argue, like before you have a conversation with me about Trump, I ask you who your city council person is mm-hmm. or who your school board members. And if you don't know anybody, I can't have that conversation with you mm-hmm. because you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike, how do you know I'm dumb? I know more information than you. No, you don't, nigga, because you don't know who controls whether you get a pothole field right. or controls what books go in your child's yeah. school. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying you are dumb. You can't be redeemed. I'm saying yeah, yeah. you're dumb for caring about a national pornographic yeah. soap opera yeah. and not caring about what's going on in your city. That, like, the whole Wakanda shit we're doing. Right, Wakanda, right, right, right. Wakanda. Nigga, I live in Wakanda. <laughs> you niggas is giving Wakanda away. Like, like Atlanta has exactly, black businesses, yeah. black neighborhoods, black mayors, city council. You have black on black on mm-hmm. black on black on black, and you're not cultivating it. Yeah. You're not demanding that actors and rappers and athletes buy homes here. You just yeah. say, oh, we got the movies here. We got entertainment. Nigga, buy a home. That's right. Don't just come to our clubs. Yeah. Buy a home for your baby mama and your other baby mama. Mm-hmm. Like, be a part, open a business here. Record companies getting all these artists taking them out. We should demand, we, we want to, we want Everybody got to sign to whoever's here. Yeah, you know yeah. we want checks coming out here. We have to start to cultivate what we have in a better way, or lose it. Yeah. You know, and that's what happened. I mean, that's that's the history of Atlanta. I feel like post Maynard Jackson, yeah. it's been like these black uh, and black elected officials, particularly black mayors, have slowly sided with white elite money 
and they've basically given the city away. The well, gentrification has happened. Period. Had the money yeah. been black elite, it would have been like the yeah. Russells got rich. Oh yeah, but but but, it, but mostly it's been yeah, white but, but economic with that, elites. What we have to do, Huey said, it's not the movement that moves people. It's not the it's not the vanguard. It's the people that we have to put that demand on politicians. Mm -hmm. right. We like Maynard set a standard. As the people, that standard should be met or we ain't rocking with you. Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Don't expect a politician to do anything but feed the people that put money in their bowl. Mm -hmm, right. And if we're not giving money, you have the vote on a local yeah. level. The vote means more. You should demand change. And if you don't get it, you should change the person in office. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we, what we have to do at this stage in the game, knowing our people are politically retarded, and that you a can't lot of use folks the word retarded no more, man. No, no, I'm talking politically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> politically <laughs> special needs. I'm not talking about special needs. Politically special politically needs. Special needs. <laughs> so since these motherfuckers are politically special needs, um, we and we know that we have okay. There's black folks here. There's black faces in high places, and we know oftentimes that being black don't necessarily mean that you're you you on my side. However, yeah. however, again, one of the most important things that we can take from this particular segment is that. We have to begin to run our own people. You Absolutely. understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, we should be running our own people in Fulton County. Absolutely. In Clayton, in Cobb. The Cab. Uh, the Cab. Douglasville. Yeah. Douglasville, Absolutely. Henry County, wherever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wherever we are, we should be running our own people. And I'm issuing a challenge for 2020 for us to move towards that. We have to start developing and, 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 and building up folks who we say that represent us in the future no. listening to renegade culture sucker free news politics and all that good shit you know what i mean check out these new sounds that's dropping right here <laughs> you know what i mean um we have playback sounds atl with killer mike in the motherfucking building in the build i right? right. Run them jewels fast, run them, run them jewels fast, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, fuck the slow mo. Run them, Fascist slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist cookbook. Look good, posing in the center for the cookbook. Black on black on black, wait, the ski mask, that is my crookbook. How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bruh. Where my thuggers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers or take over a jail. Get them CO's hell. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torching. Where the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them. We killing them for freedom cause they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good was that, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. We out of order, your honor, you out of order This old court is unimportant, you fuckers are walking corpses I'm a flip wig synonym, living within distortion I bite into a cyanide molar before you wars win I'm a New Yorkie and I'm fucked for the jump I wear my Yankees so tilted, I actually walk with a hunch Look at Mikey, I think he Mikey, we are sinister sons Hey, we the type to preach it with a grin and a gun Come on, come on a wise man once said, We all dead, fuck it. Just spit it, disgusting youngin' and hold your nuts while you gunning. I listened, tatted a sentence on my dick last summer. Now I'll never get that phrase off my brain, it's no wonder. I'm here to buy hearts, I got hundreds. Honey, the cheaper the parts, the better buy for the money. I'm training vagina whispering, glistening, waiting for the christening. I know the neighbors can't help but listening. Uh, a dirty boy who come down on the side of dissonance. I can't even relax without sirens off in the distance. Not shitting you, little buddy. This fucking island's a prison. The only solace I have is an act of conjugal visiting. My solitary conditions preventing conjugal visits. Domain and missing my missus. They keeping me from my chilling conditions. Create a villain. The villain is giving vision. The vision becomes a vow to seek vengeance on all the vicious liars and politicians. Profiteers of the prisons. The forehead engravers and slavers of men and women. Including members of clergy that rule on you through religion. So strip your kids to the nude and then tell them God will forgive. Give him, give him. Hey. It's Taylor on the cut, lifting six on your six.
picture crew I'm miles ahead of you You can sip my pictures through My battle status is burning matches From Dallas to Malibu Check my resume Your residence is residue Color is skin job And my honey dick will backflip for you You playing God Your eye socket She gon' rip it too We sick of bleeding out a tray Spraying victim you Dunk dying Fill up 8K dicking you Eclipse in the bottom We dipping from Gotham Yes eclipse by the shadows A dark dance to the coffin I'm a fellow with melanin Suspect of a felony Rip like rock in my law Feds is checking my melody Less aggressively tested with bump Stretches and penalties Um, cases we're facing A cop please when we season a pump With reason to dump on you global grand dragons Still piling fast bucks Afghani toe tagging Now they tracking me Yeah we busting back See the only thing that close quicker than our caskets Be the factory Running too fast Running, running too fast Running, 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 running too fast Running, running too fast Running, 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 fuck the slow-mo Yes, y'all in Anyway, we back again, it's Renegade Culture You know what I mean? We got Killer Kill in the building That's right We got Kamal Franklin in the building All right, how y'all doing out there, man? Oh man, I think they fucked up, they live in America That's true Any motherfucking way I gotta, hey, I like America Let me I'm a nigga. Oh, man. I'm a sad nigga. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. Niggas. I done said all around the world, nigga. Ain't nowhere in the world a nigga making $22,000 a year can go to the Jamaica and ball. Your money worth so much money outside of this country. Take your ass outside this country with that U.S. dollar. Buy a house, be a son. And nigga, they let your black ass own guns. Shoot somebody, nigga. Ball, nigga. That when they change the laws, nigga, you back to nigga land. Yeah, That's I like in this America. motherfucker. And in America, they all three Ks. America, oh, You know why? Because I live in Atlanta, not Nebraska, nigga. <laughs> well, con Atlanta. <laughs> No, okay. We're going we're gonna to let that go. You a lawyer. You, no, no, I know no, no. you like America. I don't like America. Hell no. Shit. Hell no. Hey, spark that shit. I might agree with you. But listen, I, know. <laughs> I, I still won't agree with you. But anyway, I do like the motherfucking dollar because the dollar makes sense. The dollar yeah, yeah, does yeah. make it makes sense. It shit happen. Absolutely. However, America itself, I can't fuck with America. Like can't that. fuck with it. I now, I know, I know that, you know what I'm saying, we talk about... Like you said, 54 years out of freedom... But not really. I mean, out of out of no, state. We not, not really. We, out of yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're, we're, we're figuring freedom we're out. Still free, right, yeah. Anybody right. fifty four years yeah. in the freedom that say come take my gun is a little confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, my nigga. Well, you know, there's one thing about that. What I saw, I looked at the whole hour video of the the NRA interview, and so there was one one aspect of it I wanted to ask you guys about because I don't think you touched on this. And even though I feel like I'm, you know, I'm pro gun, but I because I was born in New York, it's it's like. If you got a gun in New York, you doing shit, right? Everybody ain't got a gun. It ain't like the Southern culture out here. Yeah, but I was, so I was, I was robbing niggas. But yeah, you're doing some shit if you got, you got Ro- a gun Robbing in New white York. folks, yeah. excuse me. But you mean robbing white folks. And that's, <laughs> uh, well, that's the point, right? <laughs> I wasn't robbing What do you think? What do you, so what do you say to, um, and I know you get this kind of question over, you know, but like black mothers or whatever, uh, uh, the gang shit that's happening in our community. I know economic shit is what we got to do ultimately. But like on that short-term basis, it can't be we're going to give the, we're going to give everybody a gun and say, you know, that's how we're going to solve the problem. What are you going to do short term to alleviate like some of the gun shit that's going on in our community? Like what would you propose, I guess? What I propose? Yeah. Oh man, I'll propose more marriages. I'll propose instead of giving welfare simply to teenage girls that get pregnant, that you give welfare to young families and give an incentive for families to get married. Mm-hmm. I propose that you couldn't get government benefits unless you married, potentially, mm-hmm. or unless the boy and girl are married. I propose you put men back in the community mm-hmm. through mentoring programs by making sure that frat fraternities, whether it's Q's or Alphas, are giving shit 10 times whatever budget they're not getting now. You add some budget, give 10 more thousand, 10 more million, and let them be in there with these boys. Our boys are simply not engaged. Our boys do not have fraternal organizations that engages masculinity or hypermasculinity. If I'm a 13-year-old white boy mm-hmm. and living in any rural place or have a father that's a white Anglo-Saxon um, pro, uh, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant man who belongs to a Christian church, that church has a shooting program, a wrestling program, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu program. There's 
every way for me to be a boy built into the greater culture that we are not giving our boys. Mm-hmm. We not hunting, we not fishing, we not shooting. We're not this energy is gonna come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you're not acknowledging that the energy has to come out. Little boys are joining gangs because you don't have an organization for them to join. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little boys are joining gangs because they're not being mentored properly by uncles and fathers because we allow for a bullshit racist drug law to take them off the streets. Mm-hmm. We are allowed, if we fix all the fuck shit that we co-sign, mm-hmm. all this shit will fall back into place. Mm-hmm. If little boys have jobs, little boys ain't got to kill each other because mm-hmm. they're worried about getting to work and looking fresh, mm-hmm. right? So if you start to fix all that other shit, yeah. it works, but you ain't going to ever, 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 ever mm-hmm. get all these guns back These guns ain't never, ever, ever marching back. Mm -hmm. So you are where you are. And if I'm a woman at this point, I'm going to buy a firearm and train, train, train. Mm -hmm. I'm going to train my boys to shoot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that they're responsible around firearms. You ain't enough to say, well, my my baby, my best friend, this my husband, fuck Mm -hmm. his dad. Well, what what are you teaching him? And that's not blaming the sister. That's saying, I want sisters out at the range Mm -hmm. with their sons. You can't be afraid of this little motherfucker. You made this. (laughs) You You get what I'm saying? My mama punched me in my chest to the day she died. You know what I mean? She made sure I feared her and respected her early. So I'm saying we need to engage differently. We need to make different demands that put black men right there in our boys. Man, that's a wonderful program going on in Jacksonville, Florida. Guy named Awesome Attorney, uh, Attorney Awesome something on Instagram. But it's called BPM. Mm -hmm. On Fridays and Saturdays, they sitting their ass down in class learning. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they wrestling and fighting and boxing, girls mm-hmm. and boys. Then they're shooting and fishing and hunting. Mm-hmm. He is cultivating these children's mind, body, and spirit all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear what I'm yeah, saying? I got you. Yeah, yeah. So if you do more of see, but that's the hard part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah that ain't, that ain't saying that ain't saying, hey, government, right. yeah. we need you more. You got to create organizations the, and institutions that do that in our And they're already here. That's yeah, why cool, I support. Cool, that's cool, why cool, I'm cool, sitting yeah. here with Kalaja. Because Kalaja called me. You think CNN called me? 11 Alive called me. I answer back. Doug Jones, he be right where I come in. Hey, man, you want to come in? <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? And we appreciate it. And we definitely know the brother down in Jacksonville that's putting in that work. And I agree with you on If you building. do that, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to keep inviting <clears throat> the government yeah. that you're saying is going to lock your son up and kill him right, to, to regulate the problem. your yeah. rights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. asking a government yeah. that you're saying is killing your children right. to regulate yeah. your right. fucking right. rights. Yeah. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. And think about that. Yeah. I'm asking the man mm-hmm. that's abusing yeah. me yeah. Yeah. to yeah. protect me. Mm-hmm. He beating your ass already, black community. Mm-hmm. He treats us like a mistress. He being the United States of America. Mm-hmm. We treat it like a baby mama, mistress, side hoe, fucked up, <laughs> we use and abuse. And time some shit happen, time our family come rescue us, pull us out of pimp them, yeah. we run away in the middle of the night back to the goddamn pimp. Right, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fix your own fucking problems. Mm-hmm. When, when when Neil Bortz, conservative, oh man, he says some shit make you so goddamn mad, he'll put up culture of violence. Mm-hmm. Herman Cain, homeboy. Right, right, and I yeah, like Neil, right, consider yeah, yeah. him a homie. He'll put it over every black headline where you see a black child kill a black child. Blah, blah, blah. Culture is something that can be changed. That's right. So if culturally, we become a culture of bedlam and wildness and violence. How do you insert organization and order in that to make your little Detroit Reds become Malcolm X's? Politicize them earlier, mm-hmm. train them to farm, hunt, fish, kill food for themselves, mm-hmm. teach them to hold doors for black women. In See, you don't teach respect. You respect every black woman. That's a queen. You stand at that goddamn door and you fold your arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he look at you and you look at him. I'm not opening no door. So let me ask you something. How did you... Because we wanted to get in this last segment, you just took it someplace. Yeah. Great. But we want to get in this last segment about you and your music and, your, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious because it's, uh, what came first for you? Was it the politics? Was it the music? Like, was it all mixed together always? I was always, raised by whatever? people who were born in 1922 and 1932. Yeah. I was raised by people who remember in this neighborhood when it was all black. That's right. I was raised by people who, who remember when you didn't have to go to Kroger. You went to Hunter Street Grocery. It was now Joseph Boone used to be Simpson. Mm-hmm. I was raised by people who were prior to desegregation. Yeah. Right? My mama had me at 16. God bless her soul. I thank God every day she raised me. Because my grandmother was a devout Democrat, right? She she made sure we worked campaigns. We worked Andy's, worked Jesse's campaigns and shit like that. My grandfather admired Maynard only. He probably was libertarian in his leanings, even though he never identified with anything. 
but he wanted to state out his fucking business. If they raised the price of fishing license, he was mad about mm-hmm. it. He always demanded more. They, I remember the census came out, how many people live here? Three children. One's a boy, two's a girl, two adults, man, woman, and slam the door in their face. He didn't want the government in his life. Yeah. So I learned that from my grandfather. Yeah. Keep the government far away from your black ass. Mm-hmm. As far as way as possible, unless... They talking about doing something for everybody except that social program and then slam the door and say, thank you, that's the it's done. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So for my, my thing is, I am not radical. Like, I want to I wanna be apart from this because I'm in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've built it. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the table and I want my fair share. Mm-hmm. If 35% of voters in Georgia are black, 35% of the fucking marijuana industry should be black. Mm-hmm. 35% of our state funding should be in black banks. Mm-hmm. And if we don't demand that, we foolish. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I wasn't politicized by no nationalist. I was politicized by being raised by people who bought black, who sought black, who fought black, who were black. Mm-hmm. I was raised in the Collier Heights. My neighbors was black. My bank was black. Mm-hmm. My grandfather said, I can't let you think me come from a grocery store. We went to a farm, slaughtered the hog, got to beat butcher, brought, got to beat meat butcher, brought it back. So my thing is my my life, the older I got, the more I realized, oh shit, I grew up in what I'm chasing. Yeah. I'm chasing this identity through nationalism, but I literally grew up in it. Mm-hmm. My grandparents drove an extra mile to go to the black gas station. Mm-hmm. They didn't complain about Indians. They simply didn't go. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father told me I've never walked in the back door any goddamn well. Because mm-hmm. if my father had to walk in the back door, he didn't go. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to learn. You don't fuck with me? Good. Yeah. I don't fuck with you. Yeah. I'm not going to give you my money if you're going to treat me like money shit. money yeah. is power. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And once we understand that and get off the emo of some of this shit, you can start wielding power. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing how a politician picks up your phone once you donate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a goddamn amazing how a store reacts when they realize, oh shit, blacks really ain't gonna do Christmas this year. Did Gregory say that yeah, shit yeah. to the day he died? And you niggas acted like he wasn't talking that time. said, <laughs> you wanna make change in this country, don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. After Thanksgiving, say, fuck this shit, nigga, <laughs> back to balling. Before Thanksgiving. Yo, <laughs> well, niggas gonna eat. Turkey. I'm go sorry, it's gonna be hard to give up. Go the turkey, man. But think about it yeah. don't spend no money. But are you really ready to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, or folks, just, no, folks yeah. ain't gonna be ready to do it until you have a model. Right. I feel like you. Part of what our role is is that you got to create the models that people can follow and be a part of. If you don't create the model institutions and make them big enough so that you can develop a critical mass of people who are like, "Yep, that's an alternative that I can get with that holds some power," then folks are always gonna do what's easy. Hey man, they're gonna do what's easy. Hey man, we've had the best model in the world. They set it up for us twice. Marcus Garvey gave it to you. Elijah Muhammad gave it to you. No, we got to build it again. Keep the black dollar yeah. in the black economy longer than six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Asian yeah. community, 28 days. The dollar stays. Right. Yeah. Jewish and white community, 22 and 23 days. Latino community, 11 days. Black community, six hours. But you hours. agree that as we do that, others are trying to destroy it. I mean, the, 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 na- the nation... Uh, in, in terms of the attacks on Malcolm and Elijah, Garvey, obviously, with the absolutely, others are trying absolutely to try to we're try, and So we, we got to protect it and keep it going absolutely, at the same time. Absolutely. Hence, yeah. why, why, why when we speak of our, our glorious brother Obama, yeah, yeah. we don't hold his foot to the fire and yeah. say, why weren't more small? Because mm-hmm. when you say small, that includes black banks and other banks. That's right. Why weren't more small banks served, yeah. saved yeah. through the economic crisis? We lost Capital City. That's right. That's right, man. We lost Capital City mm-hmm. because they didn't get saved. Bank of America's still here. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Bank of America's still here. Right. We lost Capital City. Mm-hmm. So we lost that. Mm-hmm. We didn't demand that the president, we put in twice, save that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because of that, now economically we're we're further inferior. That's right, so yeah. for me, certain shit don't take a lifetime to refigure out. Yeah. If black banking worked for us 100 years ago, and it did. Mm-hmm. If it were 50 years ago, and it did, because you wouldn't have Adamsville, Carroll Heights, parts of the West End, you wouldn't have that shit if black banks didn't underwrite those loans. If it worked then, it'll work now. And guess how quickly it'll take you to change that shit? About 30 days. <laughs> 30 days. You could say, I'm going to leave $1,000 in every major bank and take the rest of my savings and pivot it right to a black bank. Yeah, yeah. You can even demand black banks start consolidating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you don't, they won't, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. They're going to do what they do. That's it. So we know yeah. what to do. Yeah. The question is, do we have the fortitude to, to do it? Yeah. Yes. And on that motherfucking note, 
We are out of time. But Damn. I got to say, in, in, in the interest of, because we talked about a lot of things. We talked about uh, building, rebuilding the community, so on and so forth. Um, I have to say, Siafu Movement, shout out to Siafu Movement. Siafu. All the work that um, we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, buying land. We have three properties over in the Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh area, area right now. We have a... Um, we got a farmer's market that's starting. We got a youth program that's happening yes. right now. We got a child care collective that's happening out of our community it's house. Identification program. That's right. By we got buying it. collectively. That's right. You heard that's what Roxanne said. Shante called us. She said we need a re-entrification. Yes. For the people who was there, re-entered there. I that's love right. it. That's, that's right. right. And, that, and that's what that's where the fuck we at right now. Um, you know, shout out to Seattle Youth Corps. We that's talk right. about the whole African martial arts, mm. the agriculture, the farming, yeah. the hunting, so on and so yeah. forth. That's going on. Two blocks over. Yes, I know. In mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. so we definitely um, got to keep our neighborhoods, right. keep our communities. Um, and I, I want to say, them man, and I want to say to the people, you know, um, oftentimes we're not going to agree with every single thing that anyone says. Killer Mike tonight made some very hardcore points. We might end agree on one or two things, like that America you know, I'm, shit. I'm right? still that fuck America. America. That's you know what I'm saying? That's, America, that's, I didn't say you America. can't say fuck America. <laughs> it's a lot of women I say fuck, and I fuck, and we had fun. But I, what I'm saying is this: simply, simply, to black people out there, Detroit Red wasn't all bad because he understood economics. Mm-hmm. And if we simply understand economics. If you're not making but twenty, thirty thousand a year, and America's beating you over your head, sacrifice cable, sacrifice the club, sacrifice the aspirational car and clothes you want. Go to the continent, go to South America, go to the islands, and buy a piece of property. Mm-hmm. Start setting up where your dollar will be worth quadruple. When you look at immigrants that are coming into this country, they come into this country, they make a dollar. They can go back or they can send money back back, to give their families an exponentially better lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You are smart enough to do that. Mm -hmm. You make more. If you make $22,000 in this country, you make more than 80% of the world. There is, you are wealthy. Lil Duval says it all the time. You already rich. All I'm saying is get outside of the box Mm -hmm. that continually tells you a victim and assert your economic power. Mm -hmm. Because right here, you might not be nothing. But you go to the Nick trap, you the man. Yeah. You can't, you in a dime trap. Yeah, yeah you gonna hate America. Nigga, you not Trump. You not Mark <laughs> Cuban. It's not working out well yeah. for you. But you can take that same dollar, the dollars that brothers put to the bricks in their ears, that money can buy the houses they're standing in front of. That's right. No, that that's house, right. That's right. now so imagine what the yeah, fuck right. you can buy in the yeah. islands yeah. or in Ghana. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is use your imagination, man. Street people, from an economic standpoint, Detroit Red will always do better than the local joker organizer because he understands economy. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had so many brothers hit me up. Man, I could dare you call yourself a compassionate capitalist, yada, 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 yada. And I, we'll go through a little argument on Twitter. <laughs> so and I said, well, send me some literature on what you're about. They'll send me some socialist or communist literature. And the first thing on the websites be an ask for a goddamn yeah. donation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How you going to argue with people <laughs> and ask them to give you money? I've never <laughs> been asked for money by the Nation of Islam. Right. And this ain't a Nation of Islam commercial. Yeah, this yeah. saying, if I get a brother $2, he give me a motherfucking yeah, pot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You need to be Detroit Red if you did. The dope sellers understand economics better than you, so they're working better. I, you say don't support your business. I've bought incense already. <laughs> right, right. I done bought my ball on the shirt. I need yeah, you yeah, to yeah. do like the Indians and say I was hot for yeah. the next 30 Sell days. Yeah, you get good. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's all I'm saying. Right. I told you motherfuckers you ain't got to buy tired no more. True detergent should be in every goddamn family <laughs> dollar in the Southeast. Shout but you not buying it. You buying more, but you not buying enough. Your palate's supposed to be empty. Stop asking what can I do and do it. We had to subdue Brother Killer Mike on tonight. We just want you to know that. All that fuck shit. <laughs> I'm here to tell y'all, man. And I'm out. Yeah. You're already free, nigga. That's right. Act like it. All right. There you go. We are live and direct with Killer Mike. Snapping right. on the motherfucking That's microphone. Right. Won't Tell catch me in the white strip Won't catch him in the white strip club No, tonight. son, if it's white on, I ain't going. I'll be That's in a flame it. if you want to argue. Flame. <laughs> <laughs>
Renegade culture coming Renegade at you. Renegade culture in the flame. Damn. Anyway. He burned it down, I think. Burned he burned it. it down, yeah. yo. All that. Anyway, <laughs> you been listening to Renegade Culture Podcast. We want to thank Killer Mike. Love y'all. Love y'all. Well. Well. I do. You know what I mean? All right. Um, let's buy black. That's right. Let's let's promote black. Let's be let's black. Build black. Um, and right. also, you don't have to go to no island to buy no motherfucking land. Right here in Atlanta, yeah. in Georgia. Yeah, that's right. This is fucking heaven when it comes to this land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get a piece of property for $250,000 yeah. that'll be fucking $1.52 million up in Brooklyn. No, I don't even know that. I, I, bought, so I bought a house in Allensville for $40,000 mm-hmm. when rap music dropped. Yeah. A year after rap music dropped. Took the profits from that, bought a house for $40,000. House is worth $120,000 now. That quick. Bought a house off, off Brown Town. At about twelve thousand dollars, house is worth eighty thousand dollars now. We bought the house in, in Pittsburgh for fifty four thousand dollars, and that was one hundred and fifty thousand. Divert, divert, divert. Yeah, Every time you want to go out and just ball on Peter, just hold a little while. Yeah, yeah. Just say I'm gonna put this money to the side and I'm gonna do something different. Mm-hmm. It's all like I I hate when conservatives talk to. Yeah. I feel, but if you, I promise to God, some of the game works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving your money works. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and we gotta three, do it individually, I, and we gotta do it collectively. Like three rules. I heard yeah. Neil Boyd say this. I got to get a conservative credit. He said, you do these three things, you'll never be poor. <laughs> what, Mr. Boris? <laughs> Graduate high school, further the education after high school in some capacity, whether it's trade, skills, or whatever, mm-hmm. don't have a baby before marriage. You listen to Renegade Culture, where you can hear a motherfucker quote Malcolm and Neil Bortz at the, the same, same time. Damn time. <laughs> hey, the same motherfucking hey, joint. Let me for, give you this. Detroit Red Malcolm Red said man. the exact same thing. No, he did. Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm was about like, like Malcolm frugal, said, keeping your shit doing it. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And we winning. We gonna win. You know what I mean? Right. We're not, not at the uh, at a loss for words. Um, yes, Renegade. Wait culture. a minute, you at a loss for words, bro? I'm never at a loss for oh, words. Oh, I was fuck gonna that. say that. What the fuck? Yo, this is Kamal Franklin. Thank you for coming out. Brother, yes. thank you so much for coming out. It's Renegade Culture. Yes. Love y'all. Check yes. us out. Thepeoplesarmy.org. Renegadeculture.org. Be sure to follow Renegade Culture on SoundCloud and iTunes and visit our website at renegadeculture.org.